You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Hello, welcome to it. No Badge. Uh, he's on annual leave. Yes, he's done four weeks and he's now on leave. For another three weeks. For another three weeks. How are you, Scott Sattler? How does he get that in his contract? He does. That's what I want to know. Oh, he works. Have you capitulated again? No. He works incredibly hard, mm. Gary Belcher, and... Maybe you could take a leaf out of his book sets <laughs> and, and, and commit, right? <laughs> the problem is he does all this work on the show and then he finds time to do crosswords during the show. Yes. You, you, you're, just not, you're just not managing your time properly. <laughs> and uh, he didn't earn a lot of frequent fly points this year, old badge, did he? No. Yeah. He didn't, no. <laughs> he didn't. In fact, he didn't even put much mileage on his car coming to work. <laughs> so, anyway, listen, let's leave badge alone. Uh Australia bow out of the World Cup on Sunday morning. Sats, jeez, you couldn't ask for more, could you? You know what, and we'll get into a little bit more, but one of our best performers through the entire World Cup made a mistake that you would never see him make twice in a row and unfortunately had a, had a profound effect on the on the result. Yeah, Matty Ryan, eh? yeah. the skipper of the, the Socceroos, but... Even up until the last 30 seconds, we had a chance to mm. level it and send it into extra time. And oh, it, was just, it was just an amazing game. You, they, they had Argentina concerned. Yeah, absolutely. So well done. Well done to the Socceroos. So proud. And, and everyone who got out and about, they had to shut off circular, well, um, what do you call it? Uh, King George's Square. Yeah, all. that was yep. shut off, but also in Sydney. It was shut off as well. because Federation the, Square in Melbourne. Too many people. Mm. Don't worry about that. I, I, love, I love the work of the Australian player Cameron Devlin, who did not play a minute, but had the strut and the sheer audacity to walk into the Argentinian dressing shed and swap his jersey with Messi. Good on him. What do you reckon that's worth? That's his well, thousandth they, appearance well, jersey. If they go too. through and win it, which he's never won a World Cup, mm. that could be worth anything. Well, mm. and that again, that was his thousandth game, wow. thousandth appearance. So there you we talk about Cameron Smith playing four hundred games. He's played a thousand games. Yeah, but they play every second day. Doesn't matter. You still got to put your body through it. No Cam's wonder he a gets. Bum. No wonder. <laughs> no wonder he gets paid seven hundred and sixty million dollars. Yeah. He pay, he has to earn it. <laughs> What are you exactly. doing today, love? Oh, I'm just going to work again. God, you play a lot of soccer. Mm. You know, that, that, that'd be my missus. Yeah. Going, oh, you're off again, are you? Well, you're complaining while you're sitting in this massive palace. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> we beat the Windies uh, in the first test uh, in front of appalling crowds. A total of 40,000 for mm. five days. It's horrible, isn't it? At the Wacker. Seven best moments from the weekend sport coming up as well. Chris Nelson as well. Uh, and don't forget, so you can still... Go to iCanWin.com.au, Sats, to win the Ziggy from Ziggler and Brown Barbecue this summer. Uh, all you have to do is put in your details. Free to enter. Why wouldn't you? you? You could end up with one of these fantastic barbecues. This is Sports Day. It's, what's better is if you win it, you wrap it, and no, then you give no, it to no, your no. wife. She opens it on Christmas and goes, What? We all want a barbecue. Well, I'll have it then. 
That would be really selfish if your wife said, what would I do with a barbecue? Mm. Something yeah. as good as a Ziggy. Yeah. It's a little bit like what? Homer Simpson. Remember Homer used to buy bowling balls for, for Marge? New bowling balls? My That's what you do with this one. My uncle bought his wife mm. a fishing boat for, for Mother's Day or Christmas, and she didn't want it. God he said, well, I'm going to keep it. He did get her one of those washing baskets on a trolley, and she, she flipped. And he said, it's on a trolley. Like, I'm, it's less work for you. You don't have to bend your back. That's right. Exactly. Unselfish. Mm. Or selfish, I should say. Uh, this is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Back in a moment. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, badge away. Uh, you can rely on your local Recco authorised service centre. I can't believe that you would spend that much on your missus for Christmas. Do you want to fit 500 bucks for some perfume? Uh, you can't, she listens to the show. Uh. You idiot. Well, you're not getting it for it, clearly. Well, I am. Well, I, well why can't you? Uh, I know you can buy that Britney perfume for 30 bucks. Get her that. Mm. Or Christina Aguilera. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Mm. You know, sure, she'll smell like a tramp, but listen, (laughs) give saves some money. Um, I tell you what, Mitchell Moses can afford this perfume. Million bucks he's been offered from the Eels. Is he worth that? Um, Well, he's reluctant to take the million dollars from all reports because he knows there's going to be a bidding war, Jace, between Mm. the Bulldogs and the Tigers. Now, the Tigers, he's... He's from the Tigers originally. Um, he's got DNA attached to him. Because he's a Tiger. Through, <laughs> through Benny Elias, his uncle. So, um, And as you would, and this will be his, his next biggest contract, and I suppose what he's, what he's going to try and do is let everyone play play them off against each other. But you've got to be really careful about that. You don't want it to go through to the start of yeah. the season. And if your form is poor, that price tag drops dramatically. Is he worth a million dollars? Well, your best halves in the competition are. The question I've always said about a million-dollar player or a marquee player is, do fans turn up and watch them play? Will they go out of their way to watch them play? Do they dictate the terms of your side, whether they win or lose? Like, are they that important that they have an indication of whether your team wins or loses? So if they lose, it means that player has got to be one of the worst players in the field that affects their team so badly. But when they win, they're involved in everything. I'd say, yeah. I say if Mitchell Moses is off, mm. Parramatta are generally off. But what's he what's he worth to that club? More importantly, exactly. Well, if they can offer him a million, they they can afford it. And um, is he worth a million dollars? Is he worth the same amount of money as Ryan Pappenhausen and and the like? Does he have that much influence on a game? Yeah. If Parramatta win, he does. Mm. So um, he's probably worth that to Parramatta. The question is, and we, we sort of touched on this last week, both he and Dylan Brown come off contract at the same time. I doubt very much they'll be able to keep both of them unless one is willing to play for unders. And that's going to have to be Dylan Brown if Mitchell Moses if Mitchell Moses accepts a million-dollar deal. Well, who's more important to the success of the future of that club? Based on age, Dylan Brown. Okay. Dylan Brown. But can he win your games like, like Moses can? I think eventually he will be able to. What about next year? I saw a lot of signs this year that Dylan Brown has really matured. And, yeah, they didn't win the premiership, but they took one step closer to winning a comp by getting to the grand final. So they're heading in the right direction. And him playing in the World Cup 
would probably help him mature a bit too, wouldn't it? Dylan Brown? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I think it may end up coming down to a decision between who do we keep, but also if Mitchell Moses accepts that million-dollar deal, it then puts Dylan Brown in the spotlight. Right, yeah. How much have they got in their cap to, to afford him? What do you think of Matt Cooper? He's at it again. Um, it didn't want to attend the 12-year reunion, which was 10 years, but delayed by – Two years because of COVID. The reason why I didn't attend was I didn't make, want to make a scene and ruin a special occasion, knowing former CEO and a player who did not even play in the game were going to be there. Yeah, he's very critical, Matty Cooper, an ex-player yep. uh, of the Dragons and the way that they're hitting Great player. Oh, great player. One of the best defensive players our, our modern game has ever seen. And um, I don't know Matty Cooper. From all reports, a tremendous guy. And uh, a lot of his teammates who are at the reunion were disappointed that he wasn't there. Um, there are some players that are, that are saying privately, we wish he would just get on with it, get over what happened. Now, Peter Doust, for more reports, is the is the, the CEO that he's talking about. And he also says in his tweet, there's also a player that attended who didn't play in the yeah, game. They, yeah. Who cares? Well, we don't know whether it's a player that wasn't even at the club at the time, but if you were part of the first-grade squad that didn't even play in the grand final, but if you played one minute of that season they won in 2010, you deserve to be there. So, I don't want to make a scene, so that's why I didn't go. But shit, I'll go on Twitter straight away and tell everyone, Matty Cooper, you're out of line, mate. Yeah, th- shut up. That's that's the other disappointing part of it. Contact your teammates and say, hey, guys, there's a Privately. reason why I don't want to come. Yeah, and I hope you accept that decision. And um, we, you know, we don't know whether it was a player that wasn't even at the club at the time. If it was, doesn't matter. You know what? I've been where Matty Cooper's been, where you see I was potentially promised you something and hasn't delivered on it. And it is. It gets disappointing. But you've got to move on. I, I went through it at Penrith. Half, at the start of 2003, I was coming off contract at the end of the year. And Shane Richardson, the CEO at the time, said, if you're playing well by May, June, we'll have another contract there for two years. All I want to do is finish at Penrith. Mm. So come May, June, I get picked in origin, which obviously says that you're going okay. And then I read in the paper that because of salary cap restraints, I won't be offered a deal. Now, I learned that in the paper. Now, for years, I carried a, I carried a, had a real bug to, you know, a, a, a cross to bear with Shane Richardson. But I got over it. When I understood that the salary cap and the decisions you've got to make as a CEO, when I got over that, I'm fine. And Shane Richardson and I, to this day, are very good friends. So, Matty, yeah. my advice to you, I've been there. you just got to move on. You've got to get over it. And you've got to start celebrating the, the club, the great club that you represented so proudly. And, and enjoy the moments with the club. And try and find solutions to try and get the club out of the situation they're in, as opposed to, you know, pot shotting them from a from a mile away. Well said, Sats. Uh, this is Sports Day uh, for expert car service. Book into your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. We're doing it thanks to Kia, the seven seat Kia Sorento large SUV. Uh, sports update. Plenty of it around too. We'll get to that next. The seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to it. Uh, Sats and Jace are here tonight. Lance Morris has flown to Adelaide to join the Australian cricket team ahead of the second test against the Windies on Thursday. Now, uh, this means Cummins is out, and mm-hmm. I believe Smith will be skipper if it hasn't already been announced already. But Smith will skipper the team. I like it. He, actually, last time Smith post Sandpaper Gate captain the team was in Adelaide. 
Well, I think people, I mean, what he did wasn't great when it comes to representing Australia, and we've never been that way as Australians in international sport. But that's, that's not the story out of all this anyway, Sats. Yeah, but there are still people that are saying he should never play for Australia. Well, he should you never should get on with Australia. it. You should do it. The advice you gave Matt Cooper. Exactly. Get, get on, on with get it. Get on with it, fans. He's one of our great players, and and hopefully he's learnt from, from that situation. Now, I don't like cheats at, at the best of times, but when you scale it, when you put it on a scale of what cheating looks like, you know what? It's not worth not worth punishing someone for the rest of their life. Correct me if I'm right. There you uh, go. Correct me if I'm right. Um, I, and also, Nisa has been added to the Australian squad as well. It's expected Scotty Boland would probably uh, go into the team and and they've brought these other two players in to replace one player. Mm. So that's how good Pat Cummins is. He needs two bowlers to replace him. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> i tell you what, Paddy Cummins went back out on the field and the commentators were saying, why? Why oh, is no. he back out there? No, and he was trying to chase a ball to the boundary. He looked crooky. You'd see the strapping on his quad. I think there was more... I think that was more about Pat Cummins proving to people that he's he's willing to play through injury and try and win back some fans, some people who are questioning. Well, I think questioning his toughness, like yep. his, over, his his overall psychological, his mental toughness. So, I think I was to try and send a message to cricket fans. Why isn't uh, Graham Arnold got another another deal with Soccer Australia? You know this probably better than all of us, Jack, producer Jack. Mm. Why, why hasn't he got a deal? Well, it, that that does he does want another seem, deal? As well, well, that does seem to make sense for me. Like you run by campaigns, you know what I mean. So they would have been like naturally when we reach the end of this progression of the campaign, which will be the World Cup, we'll have another look after that. Can I throw another scenario at you? Yeah. Now I am. You know that I'm Graham Arnold's biggest fan. Yes. Not only as a coach, love him as a guy. One of the true Australian gentlemen and true Australian battlers. But I'm going to use the Justin Langer example in cricket. Do they get to the point where they're saying, Graham, you have been outstanding. The results have been amazing. Best in Australian football history. Mm. We now want to move you to another position, an overarching position, but we want to bring in like another a director coach. of football. What they should have done with Justin Langer until they yeah. let it get out of hand. You know, you've won the yeah. T20. We're going to exit you after the Ashes, which mm. they won as well. But we still want you to be in some capacity. Is could there, could they, they there be could in that be situation? Absolute, there could be an absolute potential for that. There's also the idea, I mean, he's 60 next year. This has been an absolutely grueling campaign. Mm. He took over the... Four and a half he, years, right? He took over COVID. the Olympics. Yeah. Uh, they yes. ha- he took over the Olympic team for free just so we could get development. He spent so much time in isolation. We didn't play a game in Australia for about two years. Yeah. They were always in Qatar and everywhere. Like he was, he was everywhere. So I imagine it was just, hey, let's all just take a second after this. But they also do have to think about that next... Uh, that next phase, and that's where Sats, your your yep. point could definitely play. Hey, yeah, so director of football, I like that for Graham Arnold and Wayne Bennett as the coach yep. of the Socceroos. Mm. I reckon that could work. Wayne on Wayne, mate. I reckon. Yeah, kick the ball. Why can't? It's about management. Just kick the ball. See the net. Just kick it. Kick it in the net. Wayne it's big. It's massive. <laughs> Hello. And don't use your hands. <laughs> But what I'd love to see, I'd love to see a cross-code coach. Like Michael Checker's probably there, right? Like Matty, our, good, our good mate Matty Rogers believes that Eddie Jones could be a rugby league coach tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. but why, mm. would you, why would he want to take a pay cut? Yeah. Seriously. And three million Yeah, years. that's right. Yeah, <laughs> And no pressure on him being the England coach, exactly. for God's sake. Yeah. Speaking of the World Cup, uh, England beat Senegal 3-0. France beat Poland 3-1. Wow. 
What a quarterfinal. England versus France. I mean, the French already hate the Poms. Mm. This is just this is just going to make it even worse. Mm. Who yeah. wins that? Well, look, France have been looking dominant. Uh, I think they've had some harder games in there as well. Uh, Mbappe, just when they've given him time. And that, mm. that Poland goal was late in extra time uh, as, a, as a penalty as well. So Mbappe really scored dead. two goals. And that's basically, he got, he got, it's like a cheat code. He got the ball and he just put it exactly where it needs to be as hard as possible and no one was saving it. Yeah. So that was really great. Uh, England did have a, uh, a good game against Senegal. Um, are they good Senegal? Senegal are good. They are the African Cup of Nations champions. However, right. they were missing a few players. They were missing Sadio Mane, the runner-up to the Ballon d'Or this do, year. Do, so, oh, Mane, Mane. So, yeah, they were missing a few, but uh, England back, were pretty comfortable in that win. Okay. Uh, they were missing one of their star wingers, though. Okay. Yeah, Raheem Sterling. He flew uh, back to the UK uh, the day of the game. His, um, his family home had been broken into in a home evasion. Uh, his, uh, was his wife His there? wife and two kids were there. Oh, no. Stole around $500,000 worth of watches. Um, so, yeah, he, he missed the game. What? Yeah, don't know if he'll return. The manager, Gareth Southgate, basically said, he needs to be with his family. I'm not going to put any pressure on him. Yeah. Whatever he wants to do, that's what's important wow. right now. But, yeah, brutal. and yeah. he did start uh, all of the games for England okay. leading up to this one. So, Sterling, big out. Stream every NFL game this season live on NFL Game Pass. Visit nflgamepass.com. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Back in a moment. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. The seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Time for a Racing Queensland update. Queensland is your place to race this summer. That's very, uh, very funky, I, I wow. would say. It's Disco Chris. Very modern, isn't it? Joining hey? us now for a Racing Queensland update. Big weekend around the southeast. And can we just uh, celebrate the fact that uh, one of your horses that you tip week in and week out, I don't think he tipped it last week. Finally got up and I won. Did. Oh, you did tip it. No, not did. on the radio, you did. I did, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, not with you guys, but I did tip it uh, on Gareth on Gareth's show on Friday morning and Saturday morning. I did on this That's Gareth track, Hall, so oh, yes. Gareth Hall, yeah. Giddy up with Gareth Hall. So uh, I did that. So no, he's one of my favourites and he's obviously a, uh, a favourite of the Golan Stable too. Garibaldi we're talking about. And it was good to see him break through, uh, guys. And I like that little intro. That sounds great. Well, that's what we do for you. Yeah. We saw you on Friday. uh, What was it? Thursday night after the Greyhounds. You were lurking around the nightclubs of Ascot. So (laughs) uh, we thought, well, (laughs) Disco Chris, it is from now on. So outside of Garibaldi, what were the other highlights over the weekend, Chris O? Well, we saw uh, Skirt the Law win the first race, Sats. She's a really good filly, trained by Tony Gollan also. She didn't have a lot of opposition there, but she couldn't have done it any easier. It was like a barrier trial that last that last uh, 200 metres or so. So she'll head off to the Magic Millions. Whether she starts again remains to be seen. 
I'd say she probably will. She was good. Uh, Kovalika for Chris Waller and Jimmy Orman was very impressive in the second race. Uh, you won't see him probably too many more times. He'll go for a break, and I'd say the Queensland Derby uh, in the wintertime would be his aim. Race, the last race. This was Chitty Boom's race. Unfortunately, she couldn't quite get the six uh, out of six record. But unfortunately, well, unfortunately, she couldn't keep that record intact, that unbeaten record. She went down by a nostril. On the line, Stroll had the head down. One millimetre before the line and past the line, Chinny Boom did. So she was very unlucky. But guys, I'm going to give you a horse to follow out of that race. Sunshine in Paris, trained by Annabelle Neesham, ridden by Brodie Loy, was an outstanding run. Only her second start. She cost $90,000 at the Magic Million sale. She's a filly. And she'll be heading towards some of those, or the three-year-old guineas, I would say, on Magic Millions Day. All right, Chris, where are we racing this week? Big weekend, Jase. So we kick it off tomorrow at Mackay. Then we go to Ipswich on Wednesday. Cairns on Thursday. Doombin. We have a meeting at Doombin on Friday. $150,000 listed Brisbane handicap is the feature. Big day at Eagle Farm Saturday. The Gateway. Winner of the Gateway gets a golden ticket into next year's Stradbroke. We've got the listed races, the Just Now, the Bribey, and the Feel and Ready and Callaway Gal for the two-year-olds. Gold Coast, Toowoomba, Townsville, Sunny Coast on Sunday. Gee, plenty go. going on. The Queensland Summer Racing Carnival takes centre stage once again this week. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Uh, oh, we'll see him again before the Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Now, you've got a, you know the you know the dress for the Christmas party, mate? Uh, yes. It's fancy. You've Shorts. Got a, no, no, you've got to come uh, something dressed as a yeah. B, starting with B. Yeah. So yeah. You're, you're going uh, as a giant bug, aren't you? <laughs> Apparently I am, yeah. Apparently. Well, anything starting with B. What are you going B? as, Jase? Uh, I don't know yet. Might be, maybe Bruce Springsteen. Something like that. <laughs> All right? You wish. The boss. All right, <laughs> got to go. Uh, have a good week, mate. We'll see you. <laughs> we'll, speak to, we'll speak to you uh, Wednesday or Thursday. I can't remember. Thursday. Thursday will do. Thursday. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Now on Sports Day, it's time for the top seven moments from the weekend. Yeah, sure is. Uh, let's rip into it, shall we, uh, Satsy? Massive weekend in sport. Yeah, it was, absolutely. Uh, mostly dominated by the by the cricket. Also, the supercars as well. We've got to forget about that. Now that uh, we've forgotten I about that. I don't want to Adelaide. forget about that, yeah. yeah. And Holden. But number Go seven, uh, this is about the marathon. This is running. Now, the Australian men's and women's marathon records, both broken over the weekend. Uh, only five hours apart as well. Sinead Driver, a uh, diver, I should say, running 2.21. And Brett Robinson in the men's breaking a 36-year-old running rec- uh, record drought, two hours and seven minutes. Now, just to compare what? that to the men's. So the men's world record, Kipchoge, is one hour, 59 minutes. So still a fair way off. Yeah, we're still seven or so minutes minutes yep. away. Yeah, seven yep. and a half minutes away. Mm. Yeah, there you go. Uh, at number six. In For the, the women, it's two hours, 14. So still a fair way away. Seven, yeah, seven minutes. But yeah, yeah okay. Uh, in the NBA, Anthony Davis exploded in the Lakers' defeat. Oh, that's unfortunate. Hope he's all right. Uh, in the Lakers' defeats of the Washington Wizards. Oh, that's a good Wizards. thing, exploded. Oh. Yeah, not not, not a in, bad thing. Not exploded. As I in, mean, I've had that after I've had, like, beans and stuff. Or a, a dodgy vindaloo. 
You've exploded. I had a dodgy uh, seafood dish on the weekend, mm. and I was very. It's always risky seafood. Yeah, it, it smelt fishy. I know it's seafood. Oh, wow. But you know it smells the it smells fishy. No. Oh, it's not good. Mm. Anyway, it smelled like I was eating cat food. That's what. Oh, it, not God. that I've eaten cat food, yep. but you know, you get my gist. Mm. Anyway, uh, he exploded uh, in the Lakers' defeat of the Washington Wizards and became the second player in NBA history with fifty-five points, fifteen rebounds. And three blocks in a game. That is unbelievable. Since then, he's barely missed 19 of his last 23. Come on. <laughs> he's done it again. I love the sound of sneakers on a basketball court, don't you? The squeaking noise. Yeah. Does my head in. Squidgy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, if you were offered a job as a kid to yeah. be that one that runs on with the, the, with towel. the towel and yeah. cleans the sweat up, would have you done it? No. No, I'm a, I'm a germaphobe. See, this is the thing. They've got adults doing it who just froth on it. They just can't wait to get out there to, to clean the – and they become they become quite popular. They've got their own system, the way they do it, and the crowd yeah. goes crazy. It's yeah. only where, where do you Where do you learn to do that? Do you start out with cars? Like you start to wash cars and then you move to the basketball court? Or are you a house cleaner? Yeah. A cleaner, you go, right, I'm you – know, I, I think like probably you need to be OCD to do it. Do you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Number five, Marnus Labuschagne. Oh, how good was this? What a start to the summer he's had. Double ton in the first innings and a century in the second. Now he goes one away, Labuschagne. Facing it in, hits it around the corner, gets another boundary. Down to fine leg it goes. Marnus Labuschagne does it again. (laughs) His ninth test century. Adam Collins there in the in the commentary box. I was with our good mate uh, Ian Healy on Saturday night, and we were talking about Marnus. I said, what about Marnus? How good is he? He said, you know, he is, in the history of the game, the luckiest player based on stats. Yeah, wow. So whenever yeah, he's gone on to get, yeah. whenever he's gone to get a, get a, a century or a double century, yeah. he's always been dropped or yeah. no ball, whatever it may be, very early on in the inning. So he's, like, statistically, he's the luckiest player in the history of the game. I heard you were at the same party as him on Saturday night, and I said, did Scott leave early again? He always leaves early. He doesn't, doesn't drink or anything. He goes, yeah, no, he's yeah, pretty boring. He yep. did? Yeah. How, what, did you and Mrs. Uber? No, I drove. I tell you what I was talking to. Um, Pat Carrigan and Jordan Ricky, they're massive units. I didn't realise how big they were. But I was talking to Sammy. Remember Samantha from Maths who married um, Al? The guy used to do push-ups oh, all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was there. So I was talking to her about the show. Yeah. Is she pretty? Very pretty, yeah, and yeah. a lovely girl as well. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Brock Fernie at number four. Why, as... did, why, no. why would you say she's pretty? I'm trying to remember which one she was. I, I do remember now. She's the blonde-headed one. Yes. Who worked in retail. Yeah, Camilla. Yeah. Mm. No, her name's Sam. Sam. Yeah. Oh, you idiot. <laughs> Brock Feeney has won his first Supercars event at the age of 20 in Adelaide, the final event of the season at Holden's last race. At the apex of the turn, Brock Feeney advances the trouble. Brock Feeney, take a bow. Your very first Supercar victory. And it is farewell, Holden. What a way to finish for the 20-year-old. What a way to send off for that play. You can do this, mate. You can do this. Just look up for the Here's a question without notice. Mm-hmm. Supercars next year, will you watch? Will I watch? I no. do I do watch. I don't go out of my way but to no watch. No Holden it. anymore. Yeah, I'll still watch. I'll I watch don't it. know. I enjoy the drivers. The cars don't bother me. The drivers who I follow. Like I, I, I love Shane Van Gisbergen. Love our old mate Stevie Johnson. He doesn't 
yeah. race in the supercar. Well, he raced on the weekend and won a couple of races. Yeah, so, but I'm a huge Shane Van Gisbogen. Okay. James Courtney's a, did you pe- say, he's a Penrith boy as well. Did you say Shane Van Gisbogen? <laughs> you said that. No, you did say that. No, I didn't say that. Correct me if I'm right. Number three in the uh, top seven from the weekend, Polish golfer Adrian Moronk. He won the Australian Open five shots. Huge putt for an eagle on the 18th. Pretty good pace. Great line. That's how you finish it. What a putt by Adrian Moronk. He stands tallest in the sand belt and is the ISBS Hander Australian Open champion. Oh, the Adams. voice of Warren Smith. Great uh, Adam Scott blew it. Blew yeah, it. finished second, it. didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, number two. Uh, Nathan Lyon, fifth day pitch in Perth. He got six wickets and sealed the match for the Aussies. So Nathan Lyon with a chance to finish it. Kimar Roach is injured. He's there. Yeah. He's beaten his bowls. Nathan Lyon goes straight through. He takes six and Australia wins the test in Perth. Which they should have. Mm. 178 rounds. I'll tell you what, I'll take my health to the Windies, but they, they battled on that day five, especially that bottom order. They, they did all they could to... Mm. To try and unsettle the Aussies, and they they nearly got there for a, for a draw at least. Mm. Uh, number one, rounding out the Kia, oh, the Kia top seven from the weekend, a World Cup campaign. This was uh, early hours of Sunday morning. A great performance by by the Aussies to be beaten by Argentina, but also we nearly stole it, didn't we? Craig Goodwin, a deflected shot, and our only goal of the match. Bayich burst past Molina, good turn of foot there from Matthias Bayich. Looks up, gets a cross in. Clearance not, uh, oh, it's like deflection, oh, and it's a goal for yes. Australia. Craig Goodwin has scored from a long way out. Heavy deflection, completely wrong-footed. Emiliano Martinez, Enzo Fernandez, the midfielder, is the culprit. And Australia have a goal in this round of 16 clash. Great yeah. work. Great work by Graham Arnold as well. When the game was you know, getting to the final stages, he moved big Harry Suter up, up front and a bit more tall timber uh, as well. It's a little bit like Liverpool do with that Virgil van Dijk. They're moving them up close just because of their size. So, yeah, great campaign. Yeah, very well done. Very well done by the Socceroos. Thanks to SEN, Fox Sports and Supercars for that audio. Break time. The 7-seat Kia Sorento Large SUV brings you Sports Day. The 7-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to the show. No badge off for a few weeks. Do I have to say this every single time? Mm. New Farm, Australian through and through, bringing the weather. If you're listening in Charleville on 4VL, one of the great radio stations and one of the great towns, Charleville. Great, great place. Adrian Vowles lived in Charleville for a lot of years. And Kirk Capewell was yeah. born there. Yeah, Tomorrow, 39 degrees. What? You can handle 39 degrees. It's, it's what it's going to be like when you're laying in bed asleep. Like, is it 20 overnight? It's a little bit mild. Depends isn't it? what you're doing in bed, Scott. <laughs> mm. Right. Uh, New Farm's products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm, Australian through and through. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Actually, what know happened in my bed last night? Mm. The wife, like whoever goes to bed last, has got to give the cats some dry food, right? So you let before the cat go, wait until you go to bed before it gets fed. No, no, it's been fed, but they like to they cats graze, you know that, yep. right? So Anita didn't do it last night, so the cats decide to play it at four AM. Mm. So we've got the big cat, the mm. older one, 
trying to tack the kitten behind the curtain, right? I wake up and go, oi! And the black cat, he, the big one, he runs off. The kitten turns the head out from the... What's going on? It's like, this is my house at 4 a.m. this morning. 4 a.m. You should have been up anyway. I, well, I got up and went to work. Oh, I was going to say you should be exercising. <laughs> what? what no. Why are you fat shaming me when I'm telling a cat story? <laughs> You can't do that. <laughs> Building a more resilient Queensland, that's the Suncorp spirit. Joe Root has shocked a lot of cricket fans for randomly deciding to bat left-handed. This was unbelievable. For one ball in England's test match against Pakistan, Root hit 73 runs off 69 What about balls. that test match? First innings, four centuries. And the seven, most amount of, seven runs and over. Most amount of runs scored in the history of cricket test, first day of, of test. It's not over. Pakistan can still win it. Yeah. They're going to get 300. Well, sometime today they had to get yeah. 340. They're only three down. Yeah. Yeah. But, mate, seven runs and over. The, now, I've had a friend say, that's arrogant, batting left-handed. I said, but hang on a sec. If a rugby league player who kicks for goals decides to kick a goal left-footed. That's their fault. Is that arrogant? That's he said, no. Stupid. I saw it's exactly the same. If you're talented enough to do it, do it. World Cup tonight. Um I'm going for Japan. Versus Croatia? I'm just going for Japan to win the World Cup. I know they won't, but, geez, it's good seeing Japan. They're so nice, aren't they? They thought the Australian fans were excited when they went through the final 16. Oh, oh my God, the scenes of the Japanese supporters just in tears. They've got Croatia. And then they go and clean the the shit, the, the what? The grandstands after it. Yeah, it's nice. The Japanese it? fans. Japan take on Croatia, 1 a.m. Brazil versus South Korea. At 5 a.m., going for Brazil in that game. Mm. Make sure you've got same the same colours of Australia. So, yeah, the Australian it. fans just go along with the same colours on there. Yeah. Bob's your uncle. And just got to wear a G string. That's all you got to do. Yeah. That's the difference, right? Yep. And have a massive blurter. <laughs> a what? Is that a thing you blow to make noise? No, your backside. You know, they got the, the big. Oh, the back. Oh, the big backside. Oh, the Brazilian butt yeah. lift. Yep. Gotcha. Mm. Make sure you've got the right insurance storm this uh, this season for storm season. Search Suncorp Insurance uh, for a quote today. That's it. We're done. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow night. Uh, have a good one, Sats. See ya. Bye. Goodbye.